Depeche Mode, World in My Eyes. I love this one. Right there with Policy of Truth. And, of course, uh, the biggest hit on the album was um, Enjoy the Silence. Before I get to uh, the judge here, I played that Jesse Waters clip earlier. That was great, Jesse, cutting that from the Fox News studios last night. And uh, also last night, before he hit the airwaves on hundreds of stations, but, of course, our station here at WABC between 6 and 9 every weeknight, the great one himself, Mark Levin. Mark Levin also sent a message to me and the show and everybody with our trip to Israel, and it sounded like this. Sid, my brother, I understand you're going to Israel, and I think that's very, very important. And I'm glad you're going to be there. I'm glad you're going to be meeting people there. I'm glad you're going to be broadcasting from there. It's very, very good. I've done that before. You're going to have a great time. But at this time, it's not about a great time. It's about a grave time. Please let all the folks there know how much we all support the millions of us. And I can't wait to listen. God bless and be very safe. My man, the great one, Mark Levin, thank you so much. We go from one great man to another, Judge Andrew Napolitano, here at this time every Friday. Judge Knapp, good morning, pal. How are you? Uh, good morning, Sid. I'm great, my dear friend. A pleasure to be on with you. I got to tell you, you have the most unique concatenation of friends from Eric Adams <laughs> to George Santos yeah. and everybody yeah. in between. To Donald Trump, to Mark Levin, to you name right. it. Yeah. You know, listen, I, I, I really believe this, that it gets very boring. And I, I'm going to call out a guy that I love. I love Sean Hannity. I love him. He's a great American. I won't make, uh, in nine lifetimes, I'll never make half the money Hannity has made. But he's boring. It's the same guests, the same people every day. I like to bring a different flavor. That's all. You do. And you got to hear from these people. He's the mayor. I don't care if you hate his guts. And believe me, I get a lot of hate mail. I don't care. He's the mayor. He's got an important job in your city. You're going to listen to him whether you like it or not. You have heard me say this before, and Hannity should have taken a note of this. Back in the old days when Ailes was actually giving us lessons, lessons, how to look at the camera, how to talk, how to be natural, how to treat people you hate. He said you have to have friends on both sides of the aisle. And you, Sid, personify that. And I, I love Curtis, but when he rips into you just because Adams is your friend, 
I think he's missing the point. When you have the mayor on, when you have George Santos on, you are presenting to your public a different view of things than they normally get from the regular diet of conservative Republican talk. And that is a positive service that you are performing. I'm not saying that because I love you, because we're friends and colleagues. I'm saying it because I honestly believe it. Well, I appreciate that. And, and now, uh, now, the- Santos is going to say things like his grandmother yeah. was in the Holocaust, mm. and she wasn't. That is a very, very serious uh, mental disturbance that he has that he can't stop lying. That is not something to joke about. It's either true or not. I agree with you. I don't care if he put the uh, Botox in his face, and I don't care who paid for the Botox. But if he's going to tell a lie that reveals a a fundamental uh, error in his brain, we need to know about it. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. GoboLaw, where winning is no accident. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, kind of like that character that John Lovitz played on SNL, you know. <laughs> just, uh, but, but I'm going to give, uh, I just spoke to Andrew, I'm going to give George Santos, if he wants it, one more opportunity to come on, explain these tweets, because now I've seen the tweets. Now I have seen the tweets. Uh, one do, tweet. they claim, do they claim that the grandmother escaped the Holocaust? Uh, the last tweet that I got was more was about the uh, the mother dying in the attacks on nine eleven, and then oh. five months later said she died in two thousand sixteen. George Santos nine eleven claimed my mother's life. So I'm blocking so I don't ever have to read this again. So he he claims his mother died. She was in the buildings. There's no proof of that. And she died because of the 9-11 illness. And then he says his grandparents were in the Holocaust. If one of those two things turns out not to be true, then he's done. That's it. I don't care. Uh, But I'll give him a chance to explain it. Look, you're a judge. That's all we have, courts. Everybody has a chance to explain Correct. it. Even our mutual Correct. friend, the great Donald Trump, the next president of the United States, 45 and 47. I think uh, I hope DJT is listening this morning. I think he's still here in New York. But either way, he had a chance yesterday, and he testified. What do you think about that? I thought uh, the way the judge um, uh, narrowed his testimony uh, it is an issue of appeal if this tree, uh gives a substantial award to her from the former president and he decides to appeal. When you are the defendant and the plaintiff wants to take 10 or 15 or, or, or $100 or 10 or 15 or $100 million from you, the defendant has the right to look the jury in the eye and say why it shouldn't happen. This judge limited the Q&A to four or five questions, and he limited the A, the answers. Are you ready for this? Yes or no? No explanations Mm. were permitted from Donald Trump. That is not fair due process. I know this judge and heretofore admired his work. I do not understand why he did that, and I can't imagine an appellate court will allow that to go undisturbed if Trump loses 
and if Trump uh, appeals. He had every right to look that jury in the eye and tell them what he wanted to tell them, and he didn't get a chance to do it. So every day I make this uh, walk. I get off the four, the five train, or the two of the three train at Wall Street. Two of the three trains are a bit closer to the ferry, but they're both by Wall Street. And I, I make right. this walk. You know, if I get up the four, the five, it's about seven blocks. The other one's about five blocks. And I walk past the New York Stock Exchange. And every day, Judge, there's a ton of tourists out there taking pictures. So yesterday, I walked past this young couple, cute, and they said, do you mind taking a picture of us so we can both be with the stock exchange in the background? I said, sure. I said, uh, where are you folks from? I want people to think New Yorkers are friendly, you know. And uh, they said, we're from Texas. I said, I got to tell you, your Governor Abbott, he's a real hero. And I swear to you, the gentleman says to me, then what's up your mayor's ass? Just like that, he goes, then what's up your mayor's ass? And, of course, he's talking about Eric Adams calling Abbott a racist and most recently suing, (laughs) going after Abbott legally. When, of course, Abbott is the guy he should really feel badly for much more than Eric Adams. What's your thoughts on all that? Well, if I had been on the Supreme Court, I would have dissented from that ruling that came down uh, late last week which permitted the federal agents to remove the the razor wire and other barriers that the state had put uh, in the Rio Grande uh, River. And I would have done it for this reason. Nobody looks at the Constitution anymore. It's, it's just practically disregarded. If you read the Constitution, you'll say, you'll see the feds are in charge of naturalization, who becomes a citizen. The states are in charge of immigration, who enters those states. Greg Abbott has every right to keep illegal, undocumented aliens out of his state, and the feds should not be permitted to interfere with it. In that respect, I think Greg Abbott is a hero, and he's not going to back down. And Donald Trump has encouraged him not to back down. Of course, this wouldn't be happening under a Trump presidency, but we are stuck with Biden uh, for at least the next uh, eight or nine uh, months. He wants as many of those folks in the country as he can because it will uh, affect uh, the population uh, in a way that will affect the Democrats because it will show more people in Democratic districts and there'll be more Democrats in the uh, uh, in the House. And, of course, he hopes that someday those people somehow will register to vote. This is absurd. The other problem, of course, is the Supreme Court has said once they're here, entitled to all the safety net benefits that we give Americans, food, shelter, clothing, safety, health care, education, at the expense of the states, not at the expense of the feds. So if the states have to pay for all that, they should be able to limit it. What do you think about talking about the Supreme Court? I agree with everything you just said, by the way. You're just you're perfect. Uh, the Supreme Court in Maine came down with a decision a couple of days ago. This, of course, folks, goes back to Colorado and Maine doing the most unconstitutional thing ever. I mean, ever keeping my friend Donald Trump off the ballot. What did you think of the Supreme Court's decision in Maine a couple of days ago? I don't think they uh, should do anything until the U.S. Supreme Court rules. Remember, they're not interpreting state law. They're interpreting the federal constitution. So Minnesota, which has one of the most liberal Supreme Courts in the union, ruled the exact opposite of Colorado. But you can't have 50 different interpretations of the same clause in the federal constitution. It is the duty, the affirmative duty of the Supreme Court 
to say what the Constitution means and how it should be applied. Uh, in in uh, three weeks, on February 12th, this will be argued in the Supreme Court uh, of the United States, and they're going to rule right away because everybody wants to know before Super Tuesday right. can Trump's name be on the ballot. Of course his name can be on the ballot, but they'll set forth standards as to how the 14th Amendment should apply and whether it even applies in the case of the presidency. So mark that down, Alec. February 12th is going to be a big day because they're going to decide on this. The courts, it's also the day after Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. So we got a big show coming up on yes, Monday. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, do hey, you have an extra ticket for me for uh, on your trip next week? Man, am I, am I envious and jealous and proud and happy that my friend, is doing you is doing what you're going to be doing next week it is uh it is just terrific of you wherever you are uh in politics wherever you are on bb netanyahu sid rosenberg doing his show from uh israel is a big international deal and i am so happy and proud that you're my friend and that you're doing this i feel the same exact way about you you know that um i have an immense amount of respect both personally and professionally for you but it's not next week my friend tomorrow night I'll be on LR wow. on my way to Israel. Oh, God bless yeah. you. I do want to give you just one little piece of advice before we end this segment. Oh, don't walk don't around think... Hamas and the guys are screaming, I'm Jewish? No, don't do that. <laughs> right. Don't do that. But also, I don't think BB will like this. Don't tell them that you're the king of the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who said that first? Yes, I do. <laughs> Your dear friend, the great Bill O'Reilly. Wow. Yes. Wow. How about wow. that? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. You don't, uh, O'Reilly doesn't follow you anymore because you're on Fridays now and he's on Thursdays. So you can't do the old say hello to O'Reilly for me. But um, I know he was on your podcast two weeks ago, right? He he was. And, you know, I have a very, very libertarian base. They slaughtered him and they beat me up. <laughs> they still love me. And then this. This week they're saying, bring him back, bring him back, beat him up. <laughs> when am I going to be on this? Uh, you get like millions and millions of uh, hits. When am I going to be on this big show? Whenever you want. We're uh, up to between 7 and 8 million a month. Wow. It's really, uh, it's really uh, extraordinary. But, you know, I was on O'Reilly's show three times a week for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, and I remember. My time at Fox, he decided yeah. he'd rather have. Uh, let's just say human beings that are more physically attractive than I am and showed more of their body parts than I do without getting sexist here. Oh, but that would be the first time. I remember that would be that would be, that would be uh, to be exact, Kimberly Guilfoyle and Ebony Williams and others. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but this was the first time that I got to interrogate him and cut him off. Oh and boy, boy, did I love every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the old high school guy. Who, uh, you know, was shunned by all the ladies, never became homecoming king, and then ended up on People Magazine as the country's sexiest man. That's what that God was like, you. right? <laughs> Judge Knapp, be, I love be, you, bro. Be, uh, be safe Thank and you. be yourself. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you. What a great, great, great appearance there by Judge Napolitano. He's always great.